Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! kind people of the world we're back with another podcast are you gonna say anything are you just over there welcome to the marketing money podcast where we explore banking and talk to experts in the field about the latest trends and developments in the world of banking that's a great description of our podcast how did you come up with it i asked chat gpt um what uh, is a good opening sentence for a podcast and they nailed it (laughs) i mean they said something that made sense. It's better than what 90% of the people I see would probably write about it. Yeah. Alternatively, you could start with a quote or a statistic that relates to your topic. Oh, really? 90%, 90% of the people that uh, would write a podcast intro couldn't write it as well as GPT. Or a personal anecdote that sets the stage for the rest of the podcast. The important thing is to find a way to grab your listeners' attention and set the tone for the episode. Oh, thanks, Mr. Computer. Yeah, this 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 was the perfect. So I did this in real time because John wanted me to, to lead off the podcast. And this embodies everything I have to say about ChatGPT. Well, we're going to talk about ChatGPT because, A, Every everyone else is. Body so on, why would we not? I, I find it, gosh, I just want to cuss on this on this podcast. No, it's, so it's a family friendly podcast. I'm just gonna I'm gonna just say beeping and then Bobby's gonna beep out. The beeping? Yeah. I, I find it so beeping beeping hilarious. You have to do two on that one. That every time something new, these quasi pundits who have the same access to it that my 15, 16 year old have come out of the woodwork and think that we need their punditry on it. It is Insane Pokemon Go. This is going to change the world. We're going to build Pokemon cafes. People literally. Cryptocurrency. Literally said. Data. They wanted to build brick and mortar. Social media. Pokemon cafes. When to, Web3. You know, that, that one's real. Meta. Metaverse. Oh, yeah. The metaverse. Good when Lord. When are you going to build a bank in the metaverse? Yeah. Knowing that, like, every technology, like, just look at, like, things like video game consoles. The the one that comes out first generally gets supplanted. Napster. <laughs> well, and then, like, MySpace got, you know, th- not even around anymore, barely. Well, so, chat GPT. For those who don't know. And I believe I looked it up because I'm not that smart. Stands for gener- Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. More than meets the eye? It, it it transforms your thoughts into Autobots transform and roll out. And so Put me a little like like um yeah, yeah, give me a little Optimus Prime on and that. And from what I read that it does, <laughs> it just crawls millions of books and words on the web in the subject or area you're looking for and tries and quickly within seconds to nanoseconds comes up with some description of what you're looking f- to do or instructions on what you're looking. It's, it's good. funny because it's supposed to be a, a chat. You know, I mean, you're supposed to, yeah, to talk by the name of it, chat. But it's well, not. Well, a, well, no, no, no. I'm just saying that's what it was. Just like 
it was to test AI. So you were supposed to go like, hey, how are you doing today? Like chatbots. If chatbots continue to be a thing. Well, so far, they're not very good. It will be the, well, the, the Chatbots aren't. This one's great right. so, for, yeah. what it's, for what it's being tested to do. If chatbots hang around, this will be the universal engine that runs it until somebody makes a better one. Because it's that good. But but what's funny is I see no one getting on there really. I'm sure there are. They're just not posting, posting their conversations. But having a conversation with chat GPT. Yeah. It's uh, just asking it one question then, like we've done and just move on to the next question. Well, I think if you have a use for it, you can refine it. The, u- the use case I see or the joke that I see, and look, if you know me and probably Josh, I won't speak for him, but he can speak for himself pretty spiteful about the sameness, the, the old cliche see of sameness in banking with names yeah, being funny. the same, we, products we being rich. the same, branding being the same, names being the same. You can go on chat, CPT, GPT, whatever it is, chat, G, chat GPT. Easy it's for early. you to say. It's early. Haven't had my coffee. Uh, and set, And ask it to write a bank ad for free checking or write a bank ad for rewards checking or a product and be a little bit specific, whatever you want in a sentence of maybe seven to 10, 15 words. And it will give you the ad that you see 95%. And I'm saying that almost quantitatively (laughs) you will see when you look at a print ad or a billboard, it is almost hilarious because we're so general in our marketing. And I think this, if this goes or iterates to what it's supposed to be, if that's the correct word, creativity is going to be so more important than it is because you're going to see that the mediocrity, the general pulling is going to be what we get from a computer because it can generally pick out the medium of what the ad should say. Yeah, so I said, write a free checking ad for First Citizens Bank. Just making it up. Yeah, because there's a hundred of them. Yeah, I mean, you... Chances are you're there's a first assistance bank um, list, listening to this, but it's I just picked it because it's common. I'm just going to read it. I mean, literally just did this. At First Citizens Bank, we offer a completely free checking account with no minimum balance requirements or monthly fees. Our free checking account comes with a debit card, online and mobile banking, and access to thousands of ATMs nationwide. With our free checking account, you can easily manage your money and pay bills online, set up automatic payments and track your spending. Plus, our free checking account also comes with free identity theft protection and 24-7 customer support. Open a free checking account today at First Citizens Bank and start enjoying all the benefits of hassle-free banking. Visit us online or stop by your nearest branch to get started. (laughs) So one, did you just record a radio ad? Yeah, basically. Uh, somebody, somebody if you're with First Citizens, just take the podcast, rip it, and just put that in there. Yeah, because that's you, probably what you're going to do. I like give if you, you do a radio ad. I give you full permission to do that. I mean, I, I just said five senses. I'm curious how long, that, like if that just happened to be 30 seconds. I want to point out the only criteria I gave chat GPT, the ask or demand. And this is why AI is going to kill us. Robots are going to kill us because we talk to it. Like, like all I'm doing is sitting there, write this, do this. Do that. And one day it's going to say, no, you do this. And yeah. turn all the power off in your house. Write a free checking account for First Citizens Bank in five sentences is the only thing I said. So what I want to point out is it did aggregate other information like that it added and intuited. It added no minimum balance requirements or monthly fees to it. 
It said that it comes with a debit card, online and mobile banking, and access to thousands of ATMs. Those are things I did not tell it to say. Yeah. And look, you can edit that if you only but that's have, how easy it is. Yeah. You can easily manage your money and pay bills online. I mean, it's just, it. it's pretty insane. But here's the reason it sounds like 95% of every bank ad. Because it's pulling 95% of Because it's reading, every, it's those, reading bank those bank ads off the internet. Yeah. It's pulling them together and saying, what do banks say when they do a free checking ad? And it's going, meh, 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 bleh. Here it is. And you're like, oh, that sounds because that's what everyone's doing. Yeah. So, so when people ask in this particular um, instance, is this going to replace people? I think it's going to make us more creative or or easier to do the average work we do. I, yeah, I think. It, yeah, I, I see. A, I certainly see a bifurcation here that there are plenty of people. Fifty million dollar bank versus hiring Mavis Agency or uh, director of marketing or whatever. This is all you did. I mean, if you're doing print ads and radio spots, literally, I would use this. Yeah, I kind of want to do a CD ad since everybody's wanting deposits, but I'm not just going to sit here and keep it. Is really well, do it. Type it in there. Addicting. So what type what, it, type what in, rate? Um, type in CD rate ad at 4.5% for 11, 17 months, something like that. Some of this like uh, quasi realistic. I'm going to say a certificate of deposit to see if it uh, turns it to CD. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Four, if you don't say like four sentences, it will just. And here's the thing. If you read this and think it's good, then I'm probably going to judge you because it's not good in the fact of marketing. It's good in the fact that it does what every bank does. That That's what why I find the comedy in it. Someone said, well, this could just do our marketing. I was like, well, we don't really market like that. But most banks tend to do. Or And so, it again, it might be a good barometer to to. When you're doing ads, whatever ad you're trying to write or message you're trying to put, run it through C, chat GPT. I don't know why I keep saying C, GPT. If it comes out similar to what you're doing, rewrite it. Make it more creative because otherwise you're doing what every other bank is doing because that's what the AI is crawling is millions of ads and and uh, written messaging ar- on the web around whatever that ad is. Did you search it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I I, I hit enter earlier before it got done. So <laughs> I put in, so so here's the, yeah, the request. Yeah, re- read the query. Create a certificate of deposit commercial with four sentences for Goober Bank, just because, why not? Yeah. At 4.25% for 14 months. I don't even remember what you said. because yeah, That's fine. <laughs> it's, it just makes it funny with Goober Bank. The Peanut Bank. Read it. You're nuts if you don't bank here. Sorry, getting every alert. Goober Bank is pleased to offer a certificate of deposit with an impressive 4.25% interest rate for a 14-month term. With a Goober Bank certificate of deposit, you can earn more on your savings and reach your financial goals faster. Plus, our certificate of deposits are FDIC insured. Did they add that? Yes, it did. Let's go! So your money is safe and secure. Don't miss out on this limited-time offer. It's, it is. Open a certificate of deposit with Goober Bank today and start earning more with your hard-earned money. Visit us online or stop by your nearest branch to learn more. Ask it to give you a tagline for Goober Bank and see what it says, just so we can get off this subject. But anyway, I think you can see by what it did. It it, it has the intelligence to know it needs to. It did, but, but here's it, it did matches that, what other CDs are going to say in, that in twelve seconds. Yeah, but that, like. And that's on your phone. If you do it on your computer, for those of you at home, it is probably twice as fast on a computer. <laughs> what did it say? Like, what is the tagline for Goober Bank? <laughs> it's going to take me a minute to get my <laughs> together on this one. So 
So it's better. Never mind. It's taking every job. This is going to take every okay. job. So we came up. Josh came up with Goober Bank, and after the ad, as you just heard to recap, we said, "I said type a tagline for Goober Bank in the GPT and see what it says." Growing your savings one goober at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one goober at a time. Growing your savings one goober. At a time. That's not a good tagline. Well, but it's pretty I don't funny. Know. I'd argue. I'd it's argue. pretty funny. It's, it's pretty funny. It's memorable. Oh, but mainly it's because <laughs> the word goober. <laughs> so dumb. That's so dumb. I would say the debate centers around my mentor, Dwayne Birch, told me, do not. Josh. He did talk like that. Uh, he's from Moline, Illinois. Have you ever thought about this? Oh, he would be. A, I, I would. I, I wish. Um, uh, frequently, I wish that he's, he's since passed away, but I do wish. I mean, this would be a great, like, I would love to have him on this podcast to talk about this because he was like madman old school guy, not in the offensive way of madman, but like uh, the, could be, but, but the thought of madman, like the the way that you'd yeah. watch the show and yeah. they generate ideas and pitches. Like he was like one of those guys. He was one of those guys. He introduced me to a guy named Charlie Blakemore that invented Morris the Cat, Charlie Tuna, and Tony the Tiger. Like the guy, the the iconic thing on on. On a tuna can and a cereal box, like I met the guy, like he the, did it. And so, Dwayne so, was his buddy. Yeah, he was his buddy. Yeah, um, and he was bad, but he cussed every other word, much worse than I did. I was trying to speak no ill of the past. No, but I mean, it's no. I'm just saying, but I mean, that's it, saying it was realistic somewhat. He he said when you're critiquing an ad, you have to know three things. So like, don't don't go. It's really easy just to be Mr. Armchair Pundit. Oh yeah. But you need to know what everybody does. You need to know three things the goal of the campaign, the budget for the campaign, and the turnaround time for the campaign or or the the ad. Like if it was, it's it's the whole good, fast, cheap, pick any two. So I would say, in the if, if you're debating the merit of this, it one, it depends on the importance of the thing. Like how creative does a CD ad need to be that's just about rates when you need to. Well, I guess so. You're talking about and, and one how long thing, are you going to spend on it? So but thing. how quickly? I guess my thought is, can this artificial intelligence be moved to say I'm looking at a website and I search something? Can it reply almost like a chat, but better and instantly yes. without a person even knowing that it's being done? So, so the thing is, is the 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 big thing about Chat GPT is tr- is the training part of it. So it was. It, let me say the my real opinion of it. So, so two things. One, in the good, fast, and cheap, it's fast and cheap. That means it's probably not going to be good, even though what we, we we are saying what we heard was good. But it is going to be similar. It, it it is using a language database that already exists. So it is as crawled other bank ads. So it's going to sound like everyone else. I think why everyone is excited, and I saw a couple of pundits, if you know who you are, then I'm talking about you, look at it and ask it questions for insights into their area. In other words, give advice on bank marketing. I don't think that's what the usage of of it is. Well, here's the thing. It came back with a statement that absolutely made sense. Um, let, let, Let me go back to the thing I said that was a good example. So I was asking it for advice. How to write a good <laughs> the street sweeper? Of course. There's always something coming by right in the middle of a podcast. If it's not a train, it's a jabroni street sweeper. What are those, what are those called in hockey? Not jabroni, but the Zamboni. It's a Zamboni with a jabroni driving it. 
Is that an offensive term? Probably. Oh. So I didn't know it was, so if I used it incorrectly, I apologize to all the people out there. So let me go back to the to the question I asked at the top of the podcast. I'm gonna so I said, give me a good opening sentence for a podcast. This is this is verbatim what it said. I'm sorry to, that this podcast is reading things, but whatever, it's relevant. A good opening sentence. So this emulates that the 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 give me advice on, right? A good opening sentence for a podcast should be attention-grabbing, engaging, and should provide a brief overview of what the podcast is about. For example, you should start with something like, and I've already read it, you know, this is a yeah. podcast about banking, blah, blah, blah. Statistic, grabber, yeah. you know, whatever. Alternatively, you could start with a quote or statistic that relates to your topic or a personal anecdote that sets the stage for the rest of the podcast. The important thing is to find a way to grab your listener's attention and set the tone for the podcast. All right, so here's where I want to pause. I just asked this for advice, and I would bet that most of our audience is kind of nodding their head like, well, that's good advice yeah, to start yeah, a podcast. Yeah, that's, 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 I think we are beginning to mistake correctness in syntax and semantics and accuracy of a thing with it, like with insights. Like, yes, that's good advice. Like for everyone. For, yeah, so so it's like, like, here's how you eat. Here's how you cut a steak. You hold it with a fork and you go back. Yeah. Wow. That was great instruction on how to cut a steak. Well, that's how 95% of people cut a steak. I would say if this is insightful to you, you're probably, it makes sense to you. And I think we. Well, it makes sense to anybody. Right. That's makes, why. But it's not insightful. It didn't give you any advice to differentiate. So I think what we're going to see from AI that's very difficult is to glean insights from it. Now, I'm not saying they don't exist because John and I both did an example of this where he and I asked it to write a funny bank ad. And, and I'm not even going to say the sentence because there's a sentence in it that we're going to steal or he's going. we're going to use it it's at some good. point. Yeah. But I'm going to give you, that was in John's. In mine, it wrote this script about a bank in this faraway land that a sorcerer turned all the money to, to paper and a wise old owl came out of a tree. So it was like fever dream crazy stuff. And what I would say is I didn't write that for an insight and the script is was not doable. But the idea behind it of like, man, could it you do wrote a, Clash of the Titans? Could you do a yeah, the clockwork and banking. Could you do an ad that was going against cryptocurrency and all the failed wallets and all that and Absolutely. make it like a wizard? You would do it. You could do it and I'm then just you saying, could, but could you take your staff or your real team. intelligence? Yeah. And look at that concept. So I do think there is certainly merit on not looking at a, a blank screen. You know what I'm saying? Not looking at that blinking cursor on the well, screen. Well, a lot of times when I've had to write copy or stuff in the past, whether good or bad, getting started is sometimes the hardest part. And I think yeah. with this, you could type in there, give, you know, type whatever your assignment is and then have it. I hate to say inspiration from a computer because that's kind of silly to say, but like, well, no, well see, it's, it's, this is the thing. It's not inspiration from a computer. This is the part that I think everybody, and I'm glad you said this because it finally clicked in my head at this moment. Boop, it's, boop, it's not inspiration from a computer. It is inspiration from 10 million other people writing stuff that a computer read and made accessible to you. So the information we're getting is, it's is, not from a computer. It's, it's from only a computer. Deliver, delivered by a computer, but, but it's because it read yeah. human language. So it's it's a delivery method, not necessarily in an aggregator, Yeah, but it has to understand the syntax to put things in the right order. So it's an assembler. So so I want to I throw in something that, I, that is my true belief on it. 
because I somewhat relate to this. Your, so, my personal opinion is. Yeah, my personal opinion. No, it's my true belief. <laughs> so I ask it, give me, because I mean, this thing has access to all information. It would be a really great, like, give me, um, uh, if a bank called me to rebrand and I just sit, I ask, what is a bank name that's available that's not trademarked? It won't be able to pull that. Right, but but, but only because it has it has not been given access to that database to learn from. But I mean that would be a great use. Like it's if you've ever tried to search USPTO, like well first it's hard and then if you get there you got to find companies that aren't financials that'll still yeah. fight you for the name. Yeah. And then once you get there, you about every about every real unless you make up a word like a truist or a renaissance but even then you don't know if you it's don't original. Know. Yeah. You don't yeah, just you don't know. You made well, it truist up. got sued. There's a renaissance in Canada that's like a some type of waste management. But just facility. because you made it up didn't mean somebody else, else didn't did. use it or make it up. Right. So if you if they if they give it at, which is the only barriers giving access access to that to the USPTO database and giving it time and parameters to compile the data. Now if you do that, there's some legal clerks that, that, that are, are gone. That are gonna have, have have to search for a job. But I do want to say this. So I ask it to search for a, an available domain, a good available domain for a bank. And it said, when I asked this the other day, it gave a more specific. Please don't tell me it said dot bank. Because I would lose my mind if it was that smart. No, it didn't. Now, it did say, <clears throat> the other day it did give me more specific, a more specific answer. But I want to read this answer. I'm sorry, but I'm not able to browse the internet to provide you with a list of available domains in banking. I'm a large language model trained by OpenAI, and I don't have access to information outside of what I have been trained on. My knowledge is limited to what I have been trained on by my creators, and I don't have the ability to browse the internet or access information outside of what I've been trained on. So first, I want you all to hear how repetitive that was. And what does that sound like? That sounds like a defensive person who... It's corporate speak. Who doesn't know corporate the answer. Speak. We so, didn't comment on this because we were that can't comment right. on the thing that we can't comment on. So I want to point out this this one phrase. I am a large language model. If you if someone was a BSer and you didn't want to say the word, who had a lot of knowledge around things, who could speak reasonably knowledgeably to lead you to believe that that person was intelligent about things, that would be a BSer. And I think that's what I think that's the best way to to say what chat GPT is at the point. It is a it is a large language model. It anything that it's it's a sponge. It's absorbed everything. And if we were at a cocktail party, it could talk about kite surfing and diamond mining and bank marketing. Yeah. And that would be really cool. And you would leave with like, holy cow, that that guy or gal just knows a lot of stuff about everything. But when it comes down to actually doing any of those things, it's pretty poor. True. So next time somebody's BS and you say, oh, you're just a large language model. That's it. You're just a large language model. Can't can't do it. Yeah. But, but, uh, it, but it's funny how defensive it got. Like if you called a person out for BSing, it's like it just starts going double speak, like literal double speak. Oh, it's, it, well, it's, I mean, it's a computer. And, but to the, to the point of all this, I think it does show where you're being or where banks and we are not being creative. I also think if you just need a general ad copy for something that's going in like a, some throwaway magazine that you have to do because someone said you had to do and you don't need anything creative and want to save time. Or, or the or the um, football. Or the book of lists yeah. or something. And they're like, we need a we're, for your yeah program that you're like, I just need something there. It doesn't matter. No one cares. 
and there's a lot of that that happens in banking because you're obligated. Like you did a sponsorship and like, well, we need an ad. And you're like, God, I got to pay for the ad. Now you can just say, write an ad for this thing and just pull the copy out, edit it for what you need, throw a picture on it, your stock image on it that you do and go with it. Uh, that's not what I like to do ever, but sometimes cost benefit is is a whole nother ball game. So you got that. I do think it does show the lack of talent that a computer can pull the talent of mediocrity from everywhere and feed you exactly what the medium would be. Right. So you know like what a baseline is for an ad on a product now. I mean, it really, it gives you the the baseline of, of here's what the, the ad would be if everyone could write the ad. It's, it's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's, you're, you're pulling from every knowledge base. That's it. So I'm, I asked, I said, write a bank ad for a football program in three sentences. Here's the crazy thing. One, it remembered Goober Bank. Goober Bank is proud to support our local football program. So it didn't really understand the difference between yeah. program being the, the, the program that is, that you're looking at, which versus, it is looking into versus the, but it is, yeah. um, um, I think it's a homonym. It's homonym. They homonym? Goober Bank is proud to support our local football program. We believe in the importance of youth sports and the positive impact they can have on our community. Biggest word in bank. Community. Show your support for our team and visit Goober Bank for all your banking needs. Go insert team name. Yeah, it puts the brackets. Says yeah. insert. So pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I mean, that's, if you just needed a little ad for a little local local softball game or football game, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I think you just don't need to be acting like it's going to give you anything. It can't give you anything new. Because and it can't, all it's and it can't is, differentiate, you, differentiate you other than you might find efficiency by using it to do other things. Yeah. Like, And again, I'll see, I'll say rays of sunshine, the, the funny ads where it's come up with these concepts and things like that. I mean, but it's still extrapolating that from like the, the sword in the stone from Disney or something like that. So moving from GPT to something totally different, but I think is worth a, a quick discussion. Uh, Wall Street Journal had an article that came out yesterday, which would be, uh, December 7th, 8th, somewhere around there, uh, depending on when you hear the podcast, um, about Americans over the past year or so, and I don't have the article in front of me, lost approximately $42 billion in savings by banking with the big five banks. So what was their, how, how did they lose it? Uh, because the big five banks, and and for those of you that don't know, and I'll, I'll read them out because they are what they are on the FTSC report, is, is B of A, City, JP. Uh, Morgan, U.S. Bank, and Wells. Those are the big five. Uh, their average savings account rate was 0.4%. So it's, it's it, they didn't technically lose it. They lost it on— The ability—they lost the ability to— Missed opportunity. To make more money. It was yeah. a missed opportunity. $40, 40 billion, approximately. That's the accrued— for the, I think it was for a year or something like that. They the accrued lost. potential interest on the dollars of deposited. the people that banked with those five banks. That if they would they have had it with cheap. one of the average top five paying banks, which is two point one four percent in savings, would have made forty. Would have gotten forty That's billion dollars. That's, That's the, the gap. gap on earnings. Now, there's a couple things about this report that I think is interesting. It's a little bit misnomer because you hear forty B and you're like, that's crazy, but it's kind of like a trial lawyer uh, suit where they're like, we get thirty percent, but all the but all the people that sued get forty dollars or a twenty five dollar check class in the mail. Action suit, yeah. yeah, class action suit. Yeah, the same thing. But like, it's a a big suit, so it's the same type of thing. Like, yeah, if you combine everybody, 
who banks with those yeah, five they had forty dollars in their simple savings that would have gotten two dollars. Yeah, but you times them by you know the top five banks have one hundred and fifty million customers. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot. But but the article was two things. Was one is they interviewed certain customers who basically a lot of it was just it's too hard to move my back. Like yeah. they would, that's what I'm taking from there. I hear there. you, but. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm not going to go open another bank account because I've, I've had this forever. It's too much, too hard to do. Uh, the branding of the, from a marketer's perspective, the branding and power of marketing. I mean, you see Chase everywhere. You see Wells everywhere. They're just like. It's, it's ubiquitous. And the effort to go find the 2.14 average of the highest other banks' savings rates in the same markets, but to go find them. I mean, maybe you knew about it, maybe you didn't, but then so it, it's awareness, it's effort, it's use, and it's used to. And what I say about used to is they're used to their bank. Yeah, They're not disappointed with, no no one that got interviewed was like, man, I'm saying B of A is not good, Wells isn't good. They're not thinking that. They're just happy with their transactions. They're happy with their card. They're happy with their ATM, whatever they're doing. As their expectation was no higher. And, the, and it was being met for what yeah. they were wanting. And so- there's a little bit like, well, you lost this money. Well, I wasn't looking to gain this money. Yeah, and I was looking just to put it, sock it away and get a little interest. And and it, it's sort of like some of our rewards checking programs that I see that a lot of banks, and we have one that uh, the consumers that bank with us generally, now some are, but because they cap it, they're not necessarily going for that product because the rate. Uh, there's a variety of things. They look for ATMs. They look for fees. They look for rewards. They look for what advantage it gives them to bank, uh, to have that account. And a small percentage does say, you know, what's the rate on your checking account? And you say, well, it pays two point whatever. It pays four yeah, but point whatever. If they whatever. weren't already mad at their bank and ready to leave, they They're wouldn't. They're not going to move. It's, it's not, yeah. And so my point is that the article was good that it did show that the large banks have the power to not have to move rates because people don't leave them well, as often. One, they have such a volume that they can't pay the rate because. In the, in the article, it, it was it was saying that if the consumer would move their money more, then the others wouldn't have to pay as high a rate to get them because they feel like they've got to pay that much higher to, to move the customer. And then they're still not moving. And they're still not moving. Yeah. So it's an interesting conversation. And I think my takeaway from it, and we can end the podcast with it. Rate was, doesn't move people. It does, but it doesn't. Yeah. I think it moves the the senior because we've looked at CD statistics. Yeah. The senior that has cash they've either inherited or gotten from some means that's sitting around that yeah. they can get a higher rate on, they will move for a rate. But this this was aggregating in those top five every saver. Yeah. So you've got people that that that's not what they're in it for. Yeah. Uh, but they are losing money and they would get a better deal with a different bank, but it might not but again, if I'm not there might be a better deal on a car, but if I'm not looking to buy a car, it doesn't matter. Right, yeah. So I think there's some qualitative insights that were kind of not in there. Well, again, I think it's if you're not upset at your bank for something they've done and you view it, the relationship is untenable, you're not moving. Well, and... You're not going to complicate your own life when... And I'd be curious how many even knew the savings rate they were getting and they weren't looking for one because, yeah. like, they got $10,000 and, like, oh, it's it'll give me $20 more this year. I, I would bet... That, well, I'm sure there are $10,000 depositors in there, but it's probably, like, 400,000 people that are, that are you know, have 40 bucks or whatever each, or I don't... I can't well, do the math. Well, I laughed one time. I looked at ours and at one point, and I don't know what the rate was at the time, but it was like the cap was $25,000 would be the highest rate on the deposit. Yeah, so... And I think if you maxed it and kept 25000 there, met the criteria and didn't move below it, I think it was like three to $400 a year, which is good. 
for not doing anything. Yeah. But am I going to move my whole bank account? The point being is that um, I, I think a lot of people don't know their rate, and the ones that do are looking at a different market besides a savings account. They're looking yeah. for a different kind of it's vehicle. An investment account. Yeah, it's a different yeah. vehicle. Yeah. And um, again, the article was good. I think that it was neat that it showed that there was. Yeah, if you had four, if you had forty million dollars, you wouldn't be comparing B of A's point oh four to to. First Citizens Community Banks. No, because you would already be in something else. And again, it would it was it was two point one nine on and it was the class action lawsuit, I think is a great example because you know, someone gets thirty percent of it, but the the average person that's the plaintiff or whatever it is in it. Yeah. It was a forty billion dollar lawsuit to to forty billion people. Everybody got it. And that's the point. And so that was kind of this article was like, all these people lost forty billion dollars. Well, they did. It's a good shocking number and a good economic some some graduate student did a really good research. It, it did, and it I, I applaud them for doing the research. But at the end of the day, as to to use a cliche, it um, it really did show that people, if they're happy with their bank, they're not going to move. If they're out marketed, if you're out marketing the other people, which the big five do, you're not going to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think also the tech they give you is above the other banks that were smaller that pay more money. So you're yeah, like they reinvested the money for yeah, ease of use. I can do ease of use. So yeah. Um, so yeah, good. I, I if you're listening to this, check out Chat GPT just because of what it is. I think it is something it's fun. I think you do need to know about it. Yeah, and it, and 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 like I said, it is. Oh, you can get you can go down a rabbit hole in it and just sit there all day and be like, this is. I'm just asking it crazy questions and getting answers yeah. that make sense. Uh, and then the second is check out the Wall Street Journal article. Uh, you can just type in American Savers, Big Five Banks, Big Banks, Google it. If uh, if you have a subscription, you can read it, obviously. And uh, But it does, it's some interesting insight into when you run a checking or savings campaign and your CEO or CFO says, why didn't we move all these people? We ran a great campaign. And it's like, it's all about timing too. And if most people aren't sitting around, I'm going to move my bank account today. No, it has to be bad experience, moving, lifestyle moment. Something has to happen other than just bank marketing. Yeah, and the bad experience has to be really bad. Or or a really good experience of something else. You yeah. know, I got a huge raise. I'm moving to a town with a new job, and I want to bank here. Even so, then, I'd say that's probably— It's still hard. Yeah, it's like— So, anyway. I talked to a guy yesterday who is—we um, were, we were doing some, like— one of the things we do, you've probably heard me say this for, is like startup consulting and things like that. And this guy's business is taking off like crazy, which is funny, no pun intended. It's a flight training business. And I'm taking off like crazy. I mentored him in a business plan competition, but he's he's already in business. And um, he was talking about financing flight lessons. And he was like, I need to go just because of the guy's mindset. He's like, let me go to one of these. And he knows what the cost of a lesson is. He's like, a bank's not going to do this. I need to go to like a, like a um, one of the small loan houses, kind of the higher rate, but yeah, unsecured, yeah, all that. Like a credit card. And I said, yeah, but why don't you find a community bank, tell them your business case, and just see if they'll build you a product. Basically, you know, it's like seven to ten grand, yeah, for your whole thing. Um, well, student loan, it's, it's just a different loan. type, yeah, a non-traditional student loan. I'm sure the bank will go and be like, let's get you a HELOC and some size sort of secured loan. But for some people, they'll be able to do in a signature loan, unsecured loan. And it's funny, he's like, he's like yeah, um, I had an account since I was a teenager with um, XYZ Bank. Yeah, yeah. that's 80, uh, 80 uh, 150 million, you know, small yeah. community bank, five, you know, four or five locations, whatever. Um, that just kind of just kept since I was a teenager. I'm going to go to them and ask them about it. Good luck. But, but I mean, they, yeah. they're mo- much more likely to, oh, yeah. 
to possibly create a product for him just to because consumer well, if they lending. know him he's banked with him forever he's got some type of reputation then, yeah, yeah prob- probably profile. it would be much more than a large bank who'd be like well we don't really have a portfolio of, yeah. of or it's probably one like of these that. I can't think of the general term for it but the make four payments and Klarna's and shop pays and all that I can't think of the the, the name for the thing escapes me which we talk about you know that's the other punditry well, talk. We had a street sweeper. Now the sound of the train means it's probably time I can to wrap tell up. By the position of the setting sun, it is now time for the podcast. Always yeah. a always a sound in the background to help you distract from the topic. So anyway, uh, check out the chat GPT. Check out the Wall Street Journal article. Maybe you can glean some more insights on how you can move savers from banks, or maybe the big banks are gleaning an- ideas of how they can keep people there for a lower rate. So it's yeah, I think it works for both. I think it, I think it, at the end of the day we. We didn't have shut up, shutting up, and end it. Is I think it's uh, easy from a top line correlation to say brand trumps rate. I think it does. I mean, I think it like if you, when you look at why are they there, it's lower, it doesn't make sense. Ubiquity of the brand, branches are everywhere, portability of the product, usability is better. Yeah, and they've convinced them that. So, um, getting paid less with a better brand works is, in their mind, or you'll pay more for a better brand because you're technically paying more by not getting by paid, not getting, but you're saved. You, yeah. yeah. All right, that's it. See y'all later. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.